the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Management Studios. This is AM 1280. The Patriot. WWTC. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. During the second and final day of the G20 summit in Hamburg, Germany, British Prime Minister Theresa May calls on members to battle terrorism. This is a threat facing us all, as we have sadly seen all too recently. As I said outside Downing Street after the terrible London Bridge attack, enough is enough. And I have called for a step change in domestic and international efforts to combat terrorism. The group of 20 countries also agreed under U.S. pressure to urgently call for a solution to the long-standing dispute over China's excess capacity to produce steel. And President Trump says he plans to be in Paris for Bastille Day next Friday and dine with President Macron the night before. A judge has set November 6th as the retrial date for Bill Cosby on sexual assault charges. The first one last month ended in a hung jury. This is SRN News. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here on this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, please go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our great marketing partners. Continuing next year on AM 1280, The Patriot is the second hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks for sticking with us here on your home for intelligent radio. Be sure to tune in tomorrow to Brad Carlson at 2 p.m. And for the best economic insight, it's the King Banyan Show Saturday and Sunday mornings at 9 on Business 1440. From the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center, a quick look at your forecast. Sunny in mid-80s today, a chance of showers for Sunday. Increasing clouds over the course of the day, mid-80s for the high on Sunday. This hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is brought to you by Thompson Building and Remodeling. With over 30 years of experience in home repair and remodeling, Thompson Building and Remodeling can ensure you of a quality job done right. From expert roofing, siding, and window installation to full additions and more. To see their work, visit online at thompsonpros.com. Thompson supports the Northern Alliance Radio Network to bring Patriot listeners a local voice in local and national politics. The Northern Alliance is on. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outcry-crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the bright, shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal, institutional blue. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg, my blog, shotinthedark.info. 
I'm also found on the web at True North. LookTrueNorth.com is the address. Uh, going on 10 years, dominating Twin Cities center-right political thought, bringing the truth to the nations, or at least the counties of the state of Minnesota. Uh, I'm also found uh, here, well, obviously, on the air for, like, uh, what, going on 14 years now. Uh, this is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, the, fir- the longest-running conservative talk show in Twin Cities radio history. There have been others. Nobody has been on the air uh, continuously as long as this broadcast, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm the headline act every Saturday from 1 to 3. Uh, Brad Carlson, of course, the closer, heard every Sunday from 2 to 3, and our good friend King Banyan every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, Twin Cities Weekend Radio, the most important shift in radio in the Twin Cities, we've dominated it for as long as anyone can remember, and we'll be doing it as long as anyone can see into the future. It's just a fact of life. Uh, so check us out every single week. You can also find us on uh, Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N. You can find us on Facebook at Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can find our podcasts at am1280thepatriot.com. Uh, click on the podcast link. Boom, we're right there. You can listen to us without the need for a radio. You just download us to your device, to your computer, listen to us live, listen to us at your leisure. You're not tied to the radio every Saturday. Although, for those of you who do tune in every Saturday, thank you, thank you, thank you a thousand times. Uh, We wouldn't be here without you. Anyway, we talked the last hour about how the left seems not to have gotten it when it comes to the people who went on to vote for Donald Trump. And it's a subject so big, it deserves... Almost another hour of itself. I'm not going to give it a whole hour. There's better things to talk about. But this is kind of fun. Two things. One national, one local, one national that will become local and one purely local that I think is just hilarious. And and I trust you will, too, if you pay attention to Minnesota politics. And most of you do. The first of all is this. You remember last, was it March January, I think it was January, January, February, last, right after the inauguration of Donald Trump, uh, nationwide in, in a slew of different cities, there was a, a national women's march. And when we say women's march, what we mean is big feminist, pro-choice, pro-big government, pro-everything uh, left to center women's march. Not women in general, pro-the right women's march, meaning the left women's march, if you catch my drift, and I think you do. Well, it was a big success in terms of making the echo chamber on the left nice and echoey. Wasn't so much outside. In fact, I think it's safe to say it backfired. Uh, They were so actively hostile to women who didn't tow every last morsel of the left's big feminist line on what feminist women are supposed to think, supposed to believe, parrot to society on cue without any need for help, that it it did a fine job of painting the big feminist movement as the thoughtless, mindless, echo chamber police state that it is. Intellectual police state is a term I'm looking for. And so successful was it for them, or at least so much do these people seem to love their echo chambers. They're going to make it echo some more. According to a Facebook event created by the Women's March, because it's an organization, not a spontaneous thing like the Tea Party, 
The protest against the NRA will take place on Friday, July 14th, and Saturday, July 15th in Fairfax, Virginia, a week from today. Uh, the rally will begin on July 14th at 10 a.m. Uh, in front of the NRA headquarters in Fairfax. At noon, the 18-mile march from the NRA headquarters to the Department of Justice in D.C. will begin. The rally at the Department of Justice will begin at 10 a.m. on July 15th. Now, this started when the NRA presented what may have been a target of opportunity, or it may have been a brilliantly Trump-like diversion and distraction to the left. Uh, a, a video by Dana Lash uh, came out this past week, which, if you were a moderate, if you were left of center, if you were a left of center gun owner, could be fairly seen as alienating. It was certainly very aggressive, certainly very militant in its approach. Dana Lash, of course fairly militant person. I've met her. She's she's not subtle. Uh, she might well be a contender for Ted Nugent's seat as the most obstreperous uh, pro-gunner there is out there, and God love her for it. It was certainly an edgy video. My friends who are left-of-center gun owners were not impressed. My friends who are right-of-center gun owners and are tired of being dragged over the calls in the culture war frequently were. We may have to debate this at some point on the air. Uh, so th th this has given the left what they seem to think is an opportunity, to which I like to say, all of you lefty women who go to the NRA next week wear lots of those pink hats. And make sure you dress as female genitalia as much as you can. Please, please, please. I beg of you. I beg of you. And get all the media coverage you can. Please. I mean, get I mean, get the cameras. On. The cameras will be out because this is the sort of stuff big media loves to cover is, is women's marches. This is this is a big news to these people. The the ad again, a response to the Dana Lash uh, piece and to a follow up by another NRA spokesman that, that some found provocative. You love the way the media says some found provocative. Some being their social circle, members of their echo chamber, members of the echo chamber that both are good buddies with the media and are the ones who are organizing these white upper middle class expressions of peak. One of the organizers explained to Huffington Post why the NRA ad featured conservative uh, uh, pundit Dana Lash uh, was particularly problematic and dangerous. Quote, quote. <clears throat> This particular NRA ad, in our judgment, is very dangerous, the organizer said. It's specifically calling for members of the NRA and gun owners to take up arms to address protesters, liar, or to push back against protesters, particularly people of color and people who support as us protesters and as black and brown people. It's a lie, of course. It was a specific call to not allow us, the good guys, to get painted as the bad guys, to not have, uh, to, to, to win the culture war, to at least engage in the culture war, and to not lay down and just take it like, to my great chagrin, the Tea Party did, and perhaps because, like the Tea Party had to, because what's the Tea Party going to do, fight back? You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't with the left. If you're a conservative group and you don't speak up, you're ineffective. You're bourgeois. And if you do, you're militant. 
and you're extremist. There is no way to win the media's narrative war. The answer is either don't play it, which may or may not work. The NRA can maybe get away with it. They're big. They've got their own channels of communication. Or you outflank the media in your own, using your own channels of communication. Ronald Reagan did it well. Donald Trump has done it brilliantly, but problematically, I think it's fair to say. Anyway, this organizer, this spokeswoman for the Women's March, of course, is a lying, hysterical ninny. And the hypocrisy stews and roils and fumes over the left's entire response to the NRA, just like like the humidity stews and roils and rolls over New Orleans on a July day. This is the left that's been wrapping itself in resistance romance, styling itself after the French and the Poles and Norwegians and the Danes and the Yugoslavs and all the other people who risked theirs and their families' lives to resist the Germans and their collaborators the hard way with guns and knives and bombs and garrots, deadfalls, and, and risking their lives, their livelihoods, their property, their families. But this is the left. This is a, a movement that risks nothing. They are the power in this society today. They are. But they're a movement whose violent rhetoric is expressed through phrases like punch a Nazi. And by the way, if you're listening to this broadcast and you're anywhere to the right of John McCain, you are the Nazi, according to these people. Rhetoric like bash the fash. Fash, sort for fascist, apparently, in the preliterate argot of the white upper middle class urban progressive privileged sodded snowflake who uses terms like that terms where like if you a conservative were to say punch a commie or 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 bash the trotskyite you'd get hung out to dry by the media never going to happen the other way around and in one episode by the way so far one episode one committed democrat attempting mass murder on republican congressmen uh so Yeah. Ladies, hold your march. March to your heart's content, please. I beg of you. March and march and march and and, and have your media buddies get you on camera. I beg of you. Because you will be guaranteeing another half million members to the NRA... You'll be guaranteeing hundreds of thousands of votes to Republican candidates in 2018. You might lock up another governor's race for the good guys. So please, can I send you a contribution to help you get more publicity? I will do it. But for the love of God, wear the pink hats. The pink hats are gold for us, for the good guys. You guys, not so much. Let's take a break. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NARN, and I hope you do. Let's talk about this whole thing in northern Minnesota when we come back. Go nowhere.
Mitch Berg here. Folks, if you have a remodeling project, whether it's a new deck or a porch or a bathroom or kitchen remodel, there's only one company to call. That's Thompson Building and Remodeling. Owner Jeff O'Mara has been doing this for 30 years. He's here to help you through the whole process with the courtesy and respect for you and your home that you expect. Call Thompson Building and Remodeling today at 651-487-5318 and get started on your new deck, porch, or kitchen and bath project today. That's 651-487-5318 or on the web at thompsonpros.com. Colleges used to be the bastion of free speech in our country, but today it's the most dangerous place for ideas. Speakers are protested, professors are fired, and political correctness runs rampant. You can fight back by donating to the new movie No Safe Spaces. Help protect free speech. Visit nosafespaces.com today. If you're a CPAP user, soap and water cleaning may leave harmful bacteria, viruses, and mold that can make you sick. That alone will keep you up at night. Until now, SoClean.com is the world's first and only automated, hands-free CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. SoClean kills 99.9% of all CPAP germs without soap, water, harsh chemicals, or even equipment disassembly. And now, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-960-4646. SoClean changed the CPAP experience for the better. My health has improved. It's simple to use, and I'm not worried about infections. SoClean's revolutionary design makes it easy to clean your CPAP and protect you against CPAP related illnesses. Plus, SoClean works with all popular CPAP devices to clean them in minutes. It really is that easy. Don't risk your health. Call SoClean.com now to try it risk free for 30 days. Call 1 800 960 4646. This offer won't last. Call now 800 960 4646. 800 960 4646. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi, my name is John. I'm a Patriot listener and a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, You need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altwig of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org, click on the Request tab in the upper right-hand corner, and leave your contact information. daniel.yourfamilybank.org. That's daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Benjamin Franklin Plumbing is celebrating seniors and their contribution to our community. Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber, is offering all seniors 20% off their plumbing services every Wednesday. Call Ben Franklin, the punctual plumber, 877-BEN-1776. Welcome back. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Talking last hour about what I think is the Democrats' tone deafness about Trump voters. And I think about a lot of the people on the right in general. This last segment I talked about the the Women's March and their plan to protest at the NRA next week which I think is absolutely glorious. In fact, I'll make this offer. If you have a company or some organization 
that's willing to sponsor the Northern Alliance doing a remote from Fairfax next week. I'm the guy. I will go out there and cover this this train wreck live. I'll bring a camera. I'll I'll, I'll do it on live video if I have to, whatever it takes. Because the more people in America on all sides that see these urban progressive privileged sodded hamsters cavorting and prancing about in front of the NRA, the better it's going to be for the NRA, for all the good guys, for you and for me. And, yeah, it's going to cost a few bucks, I mean, to fly me and an engineer out to the D.C. area, put us up for an evening, get us a flight home, hopefully. Uh, But, boy, think of what you'll contribute to society by contributing to this and sponsoring it. Have your people call my people. Uh, We'll make it happen here. Short of that, though, I'll be talking about it next week as it happens because it's just glorious. But you don't have to go to Fairfax, Virginia, to see tone-deaf Democrats uh, posturing and doing their thing. Now, it's not often that my home state of North Dakota gets in the news, uh, and that's the way... The natives prefer it. Trust me, I grew up there. <laughs> Publicity, uh, attention, just sort of goes against the grain of that society up there. But this past year, the the protests at the Dakota Access Pipeline brought a lot of publicity to a very unpublicized part of the state, the the area just on the edge of the of the assisted uh, uh, the Standing Rock Reservation, I should say, south of Bismarck, probably about eighty miles south of Bismarck, Mandan, on the Missouri River, where the Cannonball and the Missouri come together. Uh, a place that I've been. It's out in the middle of nowhere, even by North Dakota standards. Beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, that was turned into an ugly, ugly place by a lot of liberals protesting. Now, who, what you saw from these protests pretty much depends on who you saw it through, because most of you didn't go there, right? <laughs> if you watched the mainstream media or certainly the conservative media, you saw the violence, the sexual assaults, and above all, the mountains of trash that the crowds of liberal, progressive protesters left behind uh, at the at the st- uh, just just upstream from the Standing Rock Reservation. Now, if you listen to Minnesota Public Radio and other lefty media uh, outlets, and by the way, I say that with all due respect for Minnesota Public Radio, who does an acceptable job of of balancing their news coverage for the most part, compared at least to the national public radio. But if you co- listen to their coverage of the event, you'd swear up and down it was just a like a, a big pop concert, uh, a bunch of people just getting together and, and doing their thing, and it just it was, it was it was like going to a Renaissance festival. You'd swear a lot of a lot of uplifting puff pieces about people who felt their need to go out and protest against the pipeline uh, out in rural North Dakota, and you'd, you'd swear it was yeah Renaissance. It was like coverage of Renaissance festival, and. That's all fine and dandy, but there's clearly more to it than that. But what it was was certainly something to keep the left's professional professional protester class fully employed. And it certainly was great for Minnesota Public Radio's ratings since it it brought a lot. They were the the nearest good-sized public radio operation. Forget about North Dakota Public Radio. It's a tiny operation. Uh, they were the nearest major news organization to the event, and so they they made out like 
ratings bandits uh, to the extent that it matters in public radio. Well, the other day, the morning of uh, Wednesday morning, I was listening on uh, Minnesota Public Radio. Kathy Werzer, my former colleague from the Evil Talk Empire, was doing a quick blurb uh, to tease an upcoming story. And I'm going to quote it as it's a paraphrase, but it's as close to a quote as my memory can make it. Will an Enbridge pipeline in northern Minnesota become the next Standing Rock? Now, again, all due respect to Minnesota Public Radio's newsroom, who I think does an adequate job of trying to seek balance and trying not to let bias completely overwhelm the news coverage. Uh, by news coverage, I mean reporting, not some of their other productions. You know, Carrie Miller is a production of NPR News, and she's as biased as you can get uh, this side of Ken Martin. But given Minnesota Public Radio's connections with uh, Twin Cities' big environmentalist left, and, and they are connected. I mean, the same nonprofits fund both to a great extent. I mean, the same pool of donors that support the Twin Cities' big environmental left are the same group that, that sponsors Minnesota Public Radio. These are the life donors, the big nonprofit foundations that underwrite a good chunk of Minnesota Public Radio as well as National Public Radio. So you'll pardon me if it sounds to me when Kathy Wurzer says, will an Enbridge pipeline in northern Minnesota become the next Standing Rock? You'll pardon me to, if to me it sounds like big environmentalism and big protest have been planning to make this pipeline, and I quote, the next Standing Rock, ever since the last truck of trash was hauled from the protest site in North Dakota. And number two, Minnesota Public Radio being tied into the same Twin Cities progressive nonprofit circles as Big Environment and Big Protest knows that just as well as can be. And number three, since Standing Rock was good business for NPR, the reporters, by the way, had constant access to the, the site and responded with what sounded to me, as I said, like a lot of sympathetic puff piece coverage. NPR News and their national affiliate, APM, American Public Media, would no doubt love to have another story just like it. Perhaps a little closer, perhaps in, I don't know, northern Minnesota, on their home turf to fill this long, slow, election-free summer. So when Kathy Werzer asks, is it going to be the new Standing Rock? The proper response is, doy. Of course it's going to be, and I quote, like Standing Rock, end quote. And I'm pretty sure that everyone that matters at NPR already knows it and is planning for it. And I'll bet you, five will get you ten, you go to any decent hotel room within 20 miles of that Enbridge pipeline, and you're going to start seeing motels booked, rooms booked for NPR reporters tucked away amid the jack pines long before Kathy Wurzer's teaser was written last Saturday. And if I'm wrong, NPR, <laughs> have your people call my people. I won't hold my breath. By the way, the, the same level of uh, environmental control over this state that will inevitably lead to a protest at this next pipeline up in northern Minnesota has, over the past 40 years, strangled the mining industry in northern Minnesota and this past week, uh, something I thought I'd never live to see, a newspaper in northern Minnesota finally saying enough. 
Last week, the Mesabi News, which, by the way, has been one of the few newspapers anywhere in the state uh, with an editorial board that actually stands up and bucks the DFL party line, uh, wrote an editorial last Tuesday that might be Exhibit A in why Trump won uh, in the why Trump won museum if they ever build one. I mean, they've had enough of the Iron Range's future being determined by Alita Messenger and other Twin Cities environmentalists. And this is a great quote. The Iron Range is done being paraded around in the three-ring circus of hearings, resolutions, and comment periods, which are really nothing more than putting everyday Iron Rangers on trial by a jury of his uninformed peers. At 4 p.m. today in the Virginia Carpenters Union Hall, the Iron Range unifies. Labor groups, businesses, politicians, and unions and supporters in the Twin Cities are standing up and saying, we're done. They're calling for a boycott of a Forest Service meeting being held on July 18th in St. Paul over a federal land withdrawal and instead will protect the range's way of life at the Iron Range, on the Iron Range on July 25th in Virginia. See, these editors see how the game is played. And I quote, these hearings on the taxpayer's dime are a mockery of working government. Go to Duluth, go to St. Paul, Ely or Virginia. It's the same group of people who will be talking on both sides. What more is there to hear and what more is there to learn about mining in St. Paul? The Forest Service says it seeks a wide opinion on the subject. So by that logic, environmental hearings on the St. Croix Bridge or the Fargo-Moorhead Diversion Project should have hearings in the Iron Range. But that's not going to happen because this is the playground for the Twin Cities. And they'll get there one funeral at a time, as Becky Raw, the leader of the campaign to save the Boundary Riders, has been quoted by The Progressive, a grassroots publication that champions progressive politics. That's how they're going to win this battle, one Iron Ranger funeral at a time. That's their words, not mine. Anyway, remember this the next time some plush-bottom yoo-hoo progressive from Kenwood or Crocus Hill calls themselves the resistance. They are not. Especially in the Iron Range, they are not the resistance. They are the occupiers. And what do Americans do with occupiers? Well, that's what we celebrated this last week on July 4th now, wasn't it? We'll come back to that in just a moment here. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Check out our podcast at am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the podcast link. Listen to us anytime. But not till I'm done. Be right back. Dennis Prager here, and for two years now, I've been telling you about my wife, Sue, who tried Relief Factor because of her knee pain, and it worked. This is before I ever even heard about the product. I never endorsed the pain reliever, but now I am. And yes, now I'm taking Relief Factor too. Maybe you've heard me call it a miracle. In fact, listen to what Amanda from Texas wrote. I was having pain in my left thumb area and left side of my leg from my knee about four inches up. After about a week of taking Relief Factor, the pain in my leg has gone away. And a few weeks later, the pain in my left hand is gone. We've gotten thousands of these testimonials, and if you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip or knee pain, or general muscle aches and pain, do what my wife Sue did, try Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com or call them toll-free 800-583-84-800-583-84. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. 
My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773. Or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The United States of America isn't defined by Beltway or Manhattan elites, nor by those in Los Angeles or Silicon Valley. The mainstream media gets its cues from the collective consciousness of these four isolated reserves of great power, wealth, and fame. Donald Trump's sparring with elites, though, is deeply satisfying to much of the rest of the country that does not live in those four sectors. At least that sparring is satisfactory most of the time. There's a limit, however, to how much good the president does by dominating media. The president met and exceeded that limit with his escalation of his war with Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski via tweets. Those tweets were wrong because they were cruel. They don't energize the base, except that it's far fringes. They shrink it. Americans do love contact sports. We swoon for heated rhetoric. If President Trump can resolve to stay combative but back off cruel, it won't matter whether he tweets once or a hundred times a day. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Northern Alliance Radio Network on AM 1280, The Patriot. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. I'm Mitch Berg. Don't forget, we're going to have a mob party coming up sometime this summer. And by sometime, I mean whenever I get around to planning it, whenever I get around to announcing it, whenever I manage to find the time to to organize a, a venue and a time and a place that works for most people. I'll do the best I can. I always do. But sometimes I'm best means next summer, but not this year. This year it's going to happen. So stay tuned for more information on that, hopefully this week, because I'm definitely motivated. The gorgeous weather today has me thinking, it'd be a great night to sit out back someplace and uh, enjoy a cigar and a beer and an evening out with some of the coolest people in the Twin Cities. Uh, We've been talking about uh, the the, the events that led up to uh, Donald Trump's election. And the response that the left has had, and and I never thought, honestly, I thought that the massive outpouring of whiny, entitled petulance would have subsided at some point in this last few months. I, I get it. Around in between the election, the inauguration, maybe two, three months after the inauguration, uh, they're going to be a bunch of whiny spoil sports. I Get it. It's okay. It happens. And it's not okay. It's stupid and childish and yada yada. I thought it would run its course. No, it's getting worse. 
It's getting worse. <sighs> and and yet they christened themselves the resistance, notwithstanding the fact that they were, in fact, the ones in control. And so we've got a power elite on the coast that is whimpering and whining like they are under the heel of a tyrant, whereas they, in fact, are the tyrants more often than not. If you look at what happens on America's campuses, America's left-wing cities, places like Minneapolis and St. Paul, who are the tyrants here? Well, anyway, there's a debate waiting to be had. Last time we had a tyrant to deal with, formally, or the real thing, governing over us, of course, was 241 years ago when our founding fathers bet their lives, their fortunes, their their eternal honor uh, for a greater th- uh, something that never happened before. The idea that, that we could build a country around not ethnicity, not around borders, not around land, not around genetics, not around a language, but around an idea. And And the text of the Declaration of Independence, which we just celebrated this past week, is a great read, and every American should read it from cover to cover periodically just because it's, it's why we are who we are. And I'm going to do get as far through it as I can here now. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station of which the laws of nature and God's life entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. In other words, we're going to tell you why we're splitting. It's not you, it's us. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which, by the way, originally was the preservation of property, uh, but pursuit of happiness was figured to to suffice, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, which, by the way, is something that's been taking a beating in recent years. It's a great article that came out a few weeks ago about the, the, the fact that the idea that government governs by the consent of the governed rather than by, the, than by its own, what amounts to divine right, is something that's taken a beating in recent years in this country. It's something we need to come back to. Government governs, if it is just, it governs by the consent of the governed. That's you and I. That citizenship is, in fact, self-government. That's the root of the word citizen. Someone who is, in fact, someone who has the power to govern themselves and just hires out the, the group aspects of it to people who govern through his consent. Anyway, or her consent. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter it or to abolish it and to institute new government laying, for, on, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for lighter transient causes. And according all experience have shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evil evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they were accustomed. Which, by the way, is further proof the Founding Fathers were conservatives. 
you don't just go upsetting apple carts for the for the sheer joy of upsetting apple carts. Transforming things usually doesn't work. Anyway, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing inevitably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, having a direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused to assent to laws the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. Now, there's, the king had right of final approval on any laws passed locally, and when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. Kind of like the DFL moves hearings around when they don't want uh, people to to show up for them uh, to speak against. Funny how that works, isn't it? He's dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise. The state remained in the meantime exposed to all dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He's endeavored to present the po- prevent the population of these states for that purpose, obstructing the laws of naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions of the new appropriations of lands. He's obstructed the administration of justice by refusing to assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He's made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He's erected a multitude of new offices. Ha. Huh. He's a it's and sent hither swarms of offices to harass our people and eat their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislature. They could just as well have said they have built trains from where people aren't to where they don't want to go and made the same basic point. For protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murderers, murders for which they commit. <coughs> Excuse me. The standing army, of course, a major concern of the founding fathers. Excuse me, a little coughing attack there it happens all the time in these sorts of situations. The, the, the founding fathers were terribly worried about a standing army. Sometimes I wonder if our if our current law enforce federal law enforcement system isn't more like the standing army they were worried about than the uh, the, the standing army we actually have today. At any rate, for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments, 
for suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate uh, for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government uh, here by declaring us out of our pro- uh, out of his protection and waging war against us. He's plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burned our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. In other words, there's some real skin in the game here. They weren't just resisting a president who beat them in an election. In other words, who, who, who governed through the consent of the governed that you don't like, like our whiny, entitled left. No, this is real resistance against real tyranny, against real power deployed against them. You should read it. I, I kid you not. I'll, I'll post a link to it at shotinthedark.info right after the broadcast here today. If you haven't read the whole thing lately. It spells out what our founding fathers were up against and, more importantly, what they stood for. And and you can see for yourself how short we fall of this ideal today. It's a challenge to each and every one of us to to take this country back to where where it was intended to be, where it should be, where it belongs, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, 651-289-4488 is number to call. Hope you do join us here. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Chet's Shoes is celebrating 70 years. Stop in to check out your favorite brands, Timberland, Keen, New Balance, Wolverine, and more. We feature a great selection of waterproof work boots in safety and regular toe. Our friendly fit experts take the time to measure your feet and learn about your job to find the right footwear for you. And just like we have been for the past 70 years, we're family-owned and Minnesota-based. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Let's be honest. With juggling work and family, there's not enough time to consider protecting everything you have ever worked for. At Online Trading Academy, we show you how realistic and enjoyable growing and managing your money can be. Don't let a complete stranger put your money at risk. Register for a free investing workshop by texting OTA to 313131. Again, that's text OTA to 313131 or go to learnwithota.com. That's learnwithota.com. If you know the value of good machines, then it's high time we got together. We're Bailey Industrial, builders of metal and woodworking equipment, hardworking machines for hardworking people. We stand behind our equipment and make sure our equipment stands behind you, offering you the after-sale support you need to keep your shop running smoothly, which means making sure you have what you need when you need it, typically shipping within 72 hours or less. So whether you're a fabricator or manufacturer of metal or wood products, go to Bailey.com or call 920-MACHINE and we'll send you a catalog. That's right, friend, over 400 pages of what you love most. 
machines. So whatever you're looking to build or manufacture, do it with Bailey Industrial, the company you can trust to give you the equipment and service you can rely on. That's B-A-I-L-E-I-G-H. Bailey, because if it's worth doing right, it's only right to do it with Bailey. So call 920-MACHINE or go to Bailey.com now and pick up your free catalog. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack, oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Make fresh daily, we cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, mm-mm-mm, yeah. What's on your travel horizon? For some, it's the city. Others, a tropical oasis or perhaps a cultural experience. At Travel Leaders Apple Valley, we recognize travel as a personal experience. It's our ambition to give you the personal attention, expertise, and exclusive advantages to help you enjoy travel as much as we do. Travel is more than just a booking. Our experts are your personal guide to the world. From advising you of all the options, sharing insider tips, to understanding the complexities, we have a passion for travel. Most importantly, our travel experts give you the peace of mind of knowing that you can rely on us throughout your entire travel experience. Whatever is on your travel horizon, for great offers on air, hotels, cruises, and more, contact Travel Leaders Apple Valley at 952-432-6272. That's 952-432-6272. Or visit TravelLeaders.com slash AppleValleyMN. When you travel with Travel Leaders Apple Valley, you travel better. Welcome back. Final segment, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow, 2 o'clock, like he does every Sunday, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. King Banyan will be back next Saturday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. But for right now, we're doing a belated observance of the 4th of July. Didn't get much chance to do it last week because, well, it was busy. Every Saturday's busy. I mean, there's always... Six hours of news to talk about, and I get two hours every week here. And thankful for it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> thankful I don't have one or, or less. But it's a. I, I could easily burn through six hours. Heck, I could be on the air for two hours a day every day and not run out of material to talk about. Especially in a week like the 4th of July. Kevin Williamson, as he often does, has a great piece out this past week in National Review. It came out on July 4th. It was his commemoration of July 4th. And, and I, I thought about it. Uh, because Kevin Williamson tends toward the libertarian side of, of the conservative spectrum. And I, so do I, but probably less so. And, and less so than I used to in a lot of ways. I used to be a libertarian, and I have a lot of friends who are libertarians. And some of those, liberta- some of those libertarians uh, like to pretend that, that they're, if you don't, have all the freedom, then you have no freedom. Either you are absolutely free in a in a Voltarian state of absolute liberty, or you're in North Korea. And and we would be in the equivalent of North Korea today because we pay taxes and we have regulations. And according to some trains of libertarian thought, there is no difference between having some, having too much, and having every aspect of your life regulated. Yeah. It's their world. They built it. They can live in it. But Kevin Williamson makes a great point, uh, as he often does. The United States, the foundation of the United States, uh, our foundation based around the ideals 
that we have inalienable rights, that the individual is something to be exalted, that, that rule is not divine, that, that rights don't come from your government or from your ethnicity or from your from anything but the fact that you were born as a human being. And he points out that it was a turning point in a lot of ways because tyranny, while it exists out there, heck, it exists in some ways he, even here in the United States, it saw its high watermark in a lot of ways. And by the way, no, no one kid you that everyone in the world wants to be free as we are. That's another area where libertarianism falls short is that nothing says that all the people of the world see freedom the way we do. Anyway, King George III, says Kevin Williamson, surely had courtiers and sycophants who demanded that colonials respect the office. And they meant it about the office, the idea that a people could not only survive but thrive without a king or something very much like a king was seen as beyond radical and more like just plain crazy. Even the most serene Republic of Venice had its doge. The Americans thought differently, and they sent the king and his courtiers a public letter written by Thomas Jefferson, quote, such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. That's polite 18th century English for don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. It was the political equivalent of a Dear John letter, but it might as well have been a suicide note. There's no George reason George uh, Washington and all those gentlemen farmers and wild boys from New England and Virginia had to win. In fact, from time to time, it looked like they wouldn't. We had some help from the French, including a teenage Marquis de Lafayette. Came from a family of military aristocrats. He was commissioned as an officer at 13. He was a general by 19 when he joined the American cause. Didn't do much in his first tour, but came back late in the war. His forces were at one point practically all that stood between Cornwallis and the American French forces uh, preparing for Yorktown. We somehow forget how hard the French can be. The United States lost 53,000 men in the Great War and were shocked by the experience that we tried to withdraw from the world stage. The French lost 1.2 million. And, by the way, in the next war, French lost 4.5 times as many people as we did as a share of the population in World War II. That's a lot of bloodshed together in the cause of liberty. And, and there's a lot more of the Franco-American alliance than just a big statue in New York Harbor. What would have happened without that support? Benjamin Franklin surely was corrected in his assessment that we'd all hang together or hang separately. We eventually made peace with the English. I hope it happened in real life the way it happened on HBO, like the cinematic Gandhi, that television John Adams is much more quotable than the historical figure. And we fought more battles alongside them than they ever dreamed of fighting against them, from the Pacific Theater in World War II to Helmand in Afghanistan. In the 20th century's long war against tyranny and the long war so far against Islamic fanaticism, we've been lucky in our allies whose sacrifices we sometimes forget. 100,000 Canadians died in the world wars. In Afghanistan, there have been hundreds of British and Canadian casualties and lives lost from France, Germany, Italy, Poland, Denmark, Australia, Spain, Georgia, the Netherlands, Romania, Turkey, the Czech Republic, New Zealand, Norway, Estonia, Hungary, Sweden, Latvia, Slovakia, Finland, Jordan, Portugal, Korea, Albania, Belgium, Lithuania, and Montenegro. Not all of our allies thought we were making the right decision in Iraq, but 46,000 British troops joined 
along with 2,000 from Australia and thousands from other allies. This isn't politics. It's something more. We, we have our political, economic, and religious disagreements as with our friends and allies, but everywhere in the world when people fight against tyranny, we hear an echo of 1776. Everywhere in the world where people risk everything they have to tell the, the king, the, the Fuhrer, the Caudillo, the Secretary General of the Central Committee, the dear leader, the Ayatollah, the president for life, uh, Maduro, to not let the door hit them. We see something of ourselves. When things get bad enough, we join in, and we've spent untold blood and treasure in the pursuit of other people's liberty. Why? What's in it for us? It's in our nature. We aren't our politics. We aren't our government or our president or even our constitution, which gets revised sometimes. We're the people who decided that rather than just change kings, we do away with them under the radical theological premise that all men are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, irrespective of the king's good opinion. A king with a people with no king showed the world that life without tyranny is possible. And in fact, no tyrant walking the earth is powerful enough to stand against a nation of truly free men. Castro, Putin, Maduro, Kim, they're sad and more than a little ridiculous by comparison. It's emphatically not the case, flatulent rhetoric notwithstanding, the desire for freedom has been planted in every human heart, but where it has been planted, Americans know a kinship beyond blood. When Ronald Reagan demanded of Mikhail Gorbachev, tear down this wall, nobody asked, what's in it for us? We already knew, and we still know. And I'll leave you with that this 4th of July, weekend after the 4th of July. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us every week here on the Northern Alliance. God bless you all, and God bless America. Hi folks, Mitch Berg here. Spring and summer are finally here, and after the winter we just had, now's the time to call Thompson Building and Remodeling to inspect the roof and gutters on your home. Snow and ice dams have damaged thousands of roofs and gutters. Thompson Building and Remodeling is a certified master shingler, so your home will receive only the best roofing and leafless gutter systems installed properly. Protect your biggest investment. Call 651-487-5318 today. That's 651-487-5318. Or find them on the web at thompsonpros.com. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. If you're sick of living paycheck to paycheck, listen up. This is Preston Neely, and I'm about to blow your mind. You want to know the big difference between you and the rich? It's not your job. It's not your skills. It's not your education. Here's the truth. Rich people make money in real estate, and it's not rocket science. Let me prove it by sending you a free copy of my smash hit selling book, How to Get Rich in Real Estate. Just call 1-800-973-9246. I used to be so broke. I had my electricity shut off nine times. But I figured out a simple way to make money in real estate that doesn't require any cash, credit, or even manual labor. Now I'm living the dream, and I can show you how. Listen, here's the other thing about rich people. They don't pass up the deal of a lifetime, and neither should you. 
My book sells online for $19.95, but I'm giving away free copies now. Call right now to find out how to get your free copy while this offer lasts. Call 1-800-973-9246. That's 1-800-973-9246. 1-800-973-9246. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My husband and I wanted to buy a new car, and we don't have very good credit ratings, so the bank recommended Trinity, so we called them. And the people were very nice. They told us the best solution for our problems. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at one 800 936 5348 to talk to a certified counselor. Trinity consolidated our bills, got us a lower interest rate, and a much better monthly payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. We feel much better now. Things are going pretty well. And since we've been with Trinity, our credit rating has really improved. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5348. My name is Ann, and we're debt-free for keeps. 1-800-936-5348. From the Nepsis. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.